You are listening to the Mumgri Podcast with Lillian Umarunji-Jung and Isabel Alexander. One is based in Vancouver and the other, LA. Two besties from high school spill the tea on motherhood and share what's worthy of your precious time on the gram and Netflix. On today's episode, we give you some breaking news on the definition of zaddy. And then on our Do It For The Gram segment, we are going to be chatting about the uproar that is surrounding Netflix's When They See Us, followed by our Netflix Pick of the Week. Here we go. Izzy, how's it going? It is going. There's so much happening. We haven't had an episode with just us, so I have no idea... What's going on with the baby? What's, how are you feeling? How's your tummy? Where are we at with the countdown? There's been a lot of shit going on. I feel like June is just about to be a whirlwind clusterfuck month. We got Father's Day coming up this month. It's Marley's birthday, which we're pretty much celebrating all month long. We did a thing at her preschool today so she could have cupcakes and pizza with her class. Okay. Then this coming weekend, we're having a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese for her. And then the weekend of Father's Day weekend, when her actual birthday comes, we're going to Disneyland. Then, after that, the baby will be here shortly. So, the countdown oh, is on. Yeah, I'm at 35 weeks today. This Thursday, I'll be at 36. And Marley was born at like 38 weeks, five days. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's no telling. They always say like your second kid usually comes earlier than your first. All right. So I'm like in full on baby mode. Car seats are in, the bases are installed. Mm-hmm. I've washed stuff. Hospital bags are packed. We're ready. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So Marley's enjoying her last few days. Living her best <laughs> only child life. What's going on with you? Um, I, well, I have uh, officially stopped breastfeeding, which uh, yes. I feel deser- that deserves a party. I feel like there needs to be like a little mini party for that, you know, whether or not it involves people or if it's just me by myself. But I feel like it should be like a happy hour for sure. Right. Because to slow down the milk production, I've been uh, drinking coffee again which has just kept me super wired. And I don't know. I don't know if I'm as addicted as I used to be before, but I do enjoy the taste still. I'm still into it. So coffee and then I've been drinking wine to slow down the milk production. I called you a few times because I had like the hardest breasts on the planet Earth. Like it felt like rocks and socks and um, I couldn't even give people a hug. Like it was bad. And uh, and now it feels like they're fully deflated. And today is the first day that I've ever uh, worn a regular bra. Uh, my boobs feel like they're back to a minus A. So it feels great. I'm actually I, really yeah. happy to have no boobs anymore. Yeah, see, I just, once you have them and then, then there's nothing left, like it's, it's like depressing. It's oh like yeah, the, it's, it's a the Lord, ball. Yeah, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Bam. Uh, yeah, but I don't like sleeping with boobs. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I felt like when I slept on my side, it just, it felt like I was curving my back. Like, it's just, there's nothing comfortable about having boobs. Yeah. I mean, it can be a struggle, I think. Yeah. So my back feels better. 
um, for sure. And yeah, uh, you do need to throw yourself a party. Like I think you need to go get a massage. You need to go get drunk, have a <laughs> coffee. Me getting drunk is every time I have a sip. It should That's literally your, like the name of your party should be "Let's get lit." We freed the tit. <laughs> Make me do the ugly laugh. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was closer. I would throw a party for you. Right? There needs to be a party for that. And then there needs to be a party for um, when the child sleeps through the night for the first time. I've been having troubles with that, but we're working on it. Um, but when that happens, that needs to be a party too. Like, I just feel like there needs to be more milestones, more celebrations all the time. Be, we need to be popping bottles and not just baby bottles yeah. for these milestones. For these milestones. So we have a lot to talk about. Uh, but I think that one of the things that I'm sort of shocked by is this episode we planned a while back and we thought, okay, we're going to talk about zaddies because it's Father's Day coming up and, you know, we all know what a zaddy is. And then here we go Googling the word zaddy and it's not what we mean or not what we think. Not what we think at all. Like after reading the definition, I'm thinking, what the fuck is even a zaddy? This is, this is not what I thought. I thought it was like the dad equivalent to a MILF. Yeah. Like basically like a DILF, right? Yeah. I thought that that's what a zaddy was and I wouldn't call anyone a zaddy unless they were a daddy. So let's give everyone, what is the definition of a zaddy? This is our breaking news because this is going to blow your minds, people. We obviously turn to the most highly respected, trustworthy source of info Mm -hmm. when it comes to definitions of words. Urban Dictionary, the UD. And they basically (laughs) told us that a zaddy is a guy who is attractive and fashionable with swag and sex appeal. Used in a sentence, you might say, did you see that guy at the mall? He was a total zaddy. And apparently you can use it as zaddy, zaddy, zaddy. But it doesn't really talk about the fact that it's supposed to be a dad. And one of the, like, notable zaddies that they have on here is Zayn Malik. Mm -hmm. It's from One Direction, but isn't he, like, 12 years old? (laughs) (laughs) And it's only because his name has a Z in it. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me oh the other definition i thought was zaddy was if you wanted someone to be your daddy you're like your baby right. daddy, right right but that's not even the definition either yeah like you see a hot guy and you're like oh i want him to have my babies he's a zaddy that's what i would i would understand that but a zaddy is just an attractive man at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, apparently it's like a smoking hot dude, and you can search hashtag, you know, zaddies on Instagram, and just a flood of pictures come up. So, so who are some famous zaddies, or some zaddies that are examples of, who are the zaddies of the world? One, one of the ones that they have listed that's like one of the top zaddies is Ryan Reynolds. That's Thanks. a zaddy to me, because he's a daddy. Yeah, he's a daddy. Is he super stylish? And if he wasn't a daddy, would I consider him to still be a zaddy? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now, I the, mean, the new he's from Vancouver, so I feel yeah. like I have to say he's a zaddy. The, the definition just has my whole brain, like, shook. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure how to approach Father's Day anymore. Like, do I still, I mean, so what's a female zaddy? 
Like what's a what's a what's a woman zaddy? Like, like a, a zombie? A, a zombie? Yeah, a zama. Zama. <laughs> like what is it? Like, and okay, then again, hey, you know what? I'm gonna start calling myself a zama from now on because I don't know, right? Okay, zama. <laughs> Yeah, I would just I, I would just always assume that it's a freaking MILF or a yeah. cougar or something. But it has nothing to do with age. See, but a cougar for me is just an older woman. An older woman, yeah. That dresses uh promiscuously, I guess. I'm guess. It like dresses like a hoe. It's like an old yeah, lady. Hoe. Yeah, that's I mean, you said it. <laughs> We're going to be there soon, so I'm, I'm treading carefully. So, okay. Yeah. So, basically, like, you're, in your eyes, a, a cougar is, like, a thoughty mama. Like, not Tatiana, like, bust down thoughty mama. <laughs> a, a mama that's a thought. Yeah. That's older. So, there's, like, okay, so what are all the words out there? So, there's, there's cougar. Is there a lima in there? Or, like, what's, what comes like, before a cougar? Well, I think before a cougar is a puma. That's what a I, puma. a puma, yeah. Okay. Like if you're in like in your thirties, you're like a puma. <laughs> oh, wow. So we're pumas right now. We're yeah, puma I guess zumas we're, we're pumas. or puma, puma zamas. Yeah. Puma zamas. Oh, I love it. I love it. I want to be a puma for as long as I could. I feel like the puma is a good place to be. Yeah. You can, you know, linger in, in puma territory. So we're not wearing leopard print. That's. No. That's definitely reserved for the cougars. Yeah, I think that's definitely like the animal prints is that's kind of a cougar thing. Are we in like solids and like what what what's our materials? I just need to know when I I, I feel like we're in solids, but prints are also really hot, so maybe just not animal prints, you know, floral is popping right now. Pretty mm-hmm. much I think a puma is is like a, a hot chick. That's in, in her thirties, but still shopping at Forever Twenty One. <laughs> but she's older; she's more established, so she's not bargain bin jumping at Forever Twenty One or H and M. She's you know she, she can pay for full price shit. Oh, okay. She so got her own full price job. there. Yeah, she's at Zara every once in a while. Zara, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We're in it. We're in it. Now, going back to Zaddy, what, what, uh, who did you think was a Zaddy prior to knowing the real definition? Like, I would, I would think Obama is a Zaddy. Obama is a Zaddy king. I think he's the lord of the Zaddies. Yeah. I don't think you can, I mean, did you see him at the game? The, the swag level is, I mean, he's, I, see, this is the thing with Obama. I think, were you shocked by his post-presidency fashion? Yes. I thought he was still going to be wearing, like, you know, sport presidential, jackets. like, sport jackets and shit. But he was at the Raptors game in, like, a bomber jacket. He, yeah. I mean, they say he's a huge basketball fan. He likes, you know, March Madness. He was at some of the games with a black bomber jacket with 44 on the sleeve. His um, fashion is lit, okay? Yeah, yeah. Obama is definitely a zaddy. Yeah, he's he's Zaddy King. Um, I felt like Drake called himself a Zaddy once, or maybe he yeah, didn't. But I, he's I not. Think he's, I think he's no. a Zaddy. I know that. No, why not? 
I no. Oh, you're going for you're going for Golden State. What? No, no. I just Drake is not in any way, shape, or form a zaddy to me. And I look at him and I just think he, I just he just reminds me forever will be that dude in the wheelchair from fucking Degrassi. Like, oh. he's just, no, stay over there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I King of saying, the North. He's yeah. He can keep that King of the North. Look, look what happened to Jon Snow. Okay. <laughs> Go back. That's right. He's always with Go his friends. Go back to the Night's Watch. Yeah. Go back to the Night's Watch. <laughs> now, I would say that like, a zaddy in my eyes would be, now based on this new definition, Idris Alba. It doesn't necessarily have to be a dad. So I think right. it just opens like, the whole, there's a shit ton of dudes that can be that can be thrown into that category now. He's a dad. He's got two Is kids. Is he right? a dad? He has yeah, two, he's kids? two kids? Yeah, he's got two kids. Oh. He has Dad a beautiful or not. daughter, and then he's got he's got a he's got a son too. I think. Yeah, just anybody can be a zaddy now. Yeah, the floor's open. Anyone want to be a zaddy? Just start calling yourself a zaddy. Or I guess you got to wait for someone else to call you a zaddy. You can't really yeah, give yourself that title. I don't think I don't think you're considered a zaddy if you are self-proclaimed. Yeah. <laughs> I really haven't. I really haven't seen a zaddy outside of my own zaddy. I haven't seen a zaddy in a long time that's really, like, deserves the title. I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to think. I feel like Obama just takes a cake. I can't even think of who the secondary or third runners-up would be. Yeah. Oh, that's it. There's, there's really no one else. You heard it here first. We have proclaimed Obama king of the zaddies. King of the zaddies. No one else. <laughs> no one else. No one else. Um, so... Why don't we get into what's popping on the gram? All right. So what's popping on the gram this week? People are in fucking uproar over what happens to also be our Netflix pick of the week when they see us. When they yes. see us. Okay. So this is based on the true story of a brutal attack in Central Park and the five boys that were implicated in this. It's yes. raising huge triggers for people. People are on posting on social media saying that they, they have to take it. They can't even binge watch this. It's only four episodes. They can't even yeah, pe- get through it all. Like they have to mentally take a break because it's so heavy. And I think it's mm-hmm. opening up a conversation about the f- cluster fuck of a criminal justice system here in the U.S. And mm-hmm. how many people are falsely imprisoned and then coerced into confessing. Yeah, this 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 series is is something else. And Ava DuVernay did an interview with um, Trevor Noah recently, where she explained the reason why she didn't call it the Central Park Five is because she felt like that title was given through the media, right? Um, and she just didn't want to continue to speak that language. She wanted it to be about the fact that we need to see these boys for who they were in that time. And on top of that, she also mentioned how she actually had a a counselor on set to make sure that the cast was doing well. And she sort of learned that from um, working on Selma and just knowing that, you know, you're, you're processing so much and you're, you're giving so much of yourself and, and she wanted to make sure that everyone was all right. So I can't even imagine now that people are, you know, turning off their TVs halfway through or, or having to take breaks, 
I mean, the performances, the the storytelling, it must be out of this world. So I can't wait to watch it. Like I'm, I'm watching it tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I'm, in I'm my list. Forward to, I'm looking forward to this. Um, one of the things that I do want to mention is that the lady who her her name is Linda Farstein. She was the head of Manhattan sex crimes during mm-hmm. the time that this this occurred. And she's been selling a bunch of books on, you know, Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Um, People are calling for her books to be boycotted after watching this documentary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, they should. It's, it's been, there's the hashtag is trending cancel Linda Farstein. It's going viral. And let's not forget about the fact that Trump took out a, a full page spread in the New York times while this was happening and, uh, and called for them to, to be locked up. And a a full page spread is, I I believe it's about at the time it's no cheap coin. It's he spent, I think they said a total of $88,000. Oh, he spared no uh, expense. Spreading, spreading lies in order to get these guys locked up. So, yeah. 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 So, I mean, Definitely something that you may want to binge watch. Just be mentally prepared that it is heavy and the episodes are long. First mm-hmm. one is an, oh, just over an hour. Part two, 71 minutes. Part three, 73 minutes. And then part four, which is the, the final portion of it, is 88 minutes long. Um, and we're yeah. definitely going to circle back and have a conversation about this show because as a mother of a black boy, I, I want to make sure that we have conversations about how we protect our sons and, uh, what we do in today's world, because, you know, things have not changed for the most part. Things are the same and we need to have those conversations and and share our resources and, and, and information just so that we're able to protect our kids. Yeah. Um, Definitely educating your kids what to do when stopped by the police. Yes. Because that's, that's a huge thing and letting them know that if they are stopped or if they are arrested, they need to demand that I, their rights, they, yeah. they need to know their rights and they need to demand that I, I need to speak with my, I, I need an attorney. I need to speak with my lawyer. Now I will not answer any more questions until I have a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're, we're going to have an episode where we definitely dedicate an uh, entire episode to, to, all the steps, what you should do, how to speak to your son, when to speak to your son, um, and just and just make the, that conversation a lot more easier for all of us to have um, because it is a tough one, and, uh, and we're going to cover all of that. Uh, we do have a second, a second Netflix pick of the week because um, there's just so much happening on Netflix right now, and to keep up is a full-time job. So our second Netflix pick of the week is... Drumroll, please. Always be my maybe. Always be my maybe. Uh, So this is the Ali Wong movie, and she wrote it. And uh, so it's her first major film for Netflix. Excited. I'm excited about this. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my my to-watch list. I love Ali Wong. I think she's so freaking funny. I've watched both of her stand-ups. She's outrageous. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Her and Randall Park both star in this. Uh, Randall Park, for those of you guys 
who aren't familiar with the name, he plays the dad on the uh, sitcom Fresh Off the Boat, which is also freaking hilarious. Yes. Uh, an Asian family that moves moves to Florida. It's, it's hysterical, but yep. So they, these two are co-starring in this and, uh, it looks lit. The people have been talking about it on, on the gram, on, on Facebook again. It, it's, it's a good one. Oh, she was so funny. She was on Ellen recently and she said, <laughs> she said that, uh, they, they were asking her about the love scenes and she said, Oh, I was so happy to do them because I've been with the same man for 12 years. So kissing another man was really Next level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love so, her. Yeah. She's she's so funny and brutally honest. Yeah, she's and she's out on tour right now, Milk and Honey tour, and she's um, with her two kids while on tour. So she's she's a mom doing it all, and uh, and I can't wait to see her again live because she literally had me rolling on the floor. Yeah, I think I would time. be. I think I would be in tears, dying, probably borderline pissing my pants. Yeah, I so saw her that. while I was pregnant, and I literally, like, I felt like everything she was talking about was hitting the nose on yeah. what I was experiencing. Well, yeah, because most of her stand-up, I mean, at the time, you know, she was pregnant in both the Netflix ones, anyways. Yeah, and so. she said she did. She said she did that because she thought that one kid would be jealous of the other. Yeah, <laughs> she had to make it equal. She had to make it even. Wow. I love Amazing. her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then real quick, another thing that was just brought to my attention today that is relevant for our listeners is hashtag WTF. There's another recall. Chicken. The chicken is not safe right now. Yet again, people. So, you know, last week we talked about the beef. This week it's all about the chicken. Purdue oh. chicken is recalling 31,000 pounds of ready-to-eat chicken products that basically have been, may or may not have been contaminated with bone material. And for those people listening saying, oh, well, I only eat organic. I only only eat gluten-free. This is for you fuckers because the breaded chicken breast tenders, gluten-free, they're on the recall list. Or organic breaded chicken nuggets on the recall list. Purdue mm-hmm. Simply Smart Organic Spreaded oh. Chicken Strips, Whole Grain, they're on the list. There is a bunch of stuff on here. Just get space food. Just eat dust. Add water. Put in the microwave. We're, we're not eating any food in 10 years from now. That's all I'm saying. This is the second. <laughs> done. I just want to say that this is the second recall from Purdue this year. Oh, the last, okay. the last one, Purdue, down the shop. <laughs> they got to come through with a quickness because January they had a recall of over 68,000 pounds of gluten-free chicken nuggets. First of all, they taste like they taste like wood already, the gluten-free ones. How convenient mm-hmm. that it, w- it was recalled over fears of wood contamination. So it, it, it was justified that your shit tasted like wood and cardboard because it was probably some cardboard and wood inside. Just be mindful. They have um, use-by dates of May 20th. So, I mean, if you have them, <laughs> if you have them in your freezer, probably want to toss just, those bad boys Just out. get rid of them. If you already ate them, you probably got some extra calcium because the bone was already in there. So, just there. <laughs> oh, man. Recalls. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm done. I'm donuts, not eating anymore. Donuts are still safe, though. Just want to make that note. Hashtag donuts still safe. And 
coming up later this week, National Donut Day on June 7th. This is like my What's most- your favorite donut? Oh, this is like my most favorite time of the year. Um, my I am just like a good old glazed girl. I like glazed. You can't go wrong with glazed. I haven't mm-hmm. found a glaze that I didn't like. You haven't found a glaze I that you didn't like? I haven't found just a plain glazed donut that I haven't liked. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and, you know, I'm a, I consider myself to be a donut connoisseur. So I've tried them from the grocery store to the 7-Eleven. You can never go wrong with glazed. Krispy Kreme, okay. you know, the donut shop. We have multiple donut places around here. Um, I like a good glazed. I also like a, a glazed with uh, maybe some chocolate on the top or maple. Mm. Not a fan of the cream filling ones. Those ones creep me out. Uh, oh, you don't like the surprise? I don't like the surprise. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. I, I like a good cinnamon roll. See, you're really into if it's free, it's for me. Is there something that happens on on Donut Day? Like, is there a place in L.A.? I mean, I feel like we don't talk about L.A. now because the donuts in L.A. are popping. But, like, is there a place that you go to on Donut Day that you get the best donut? Well, here's the or thing. Or that it's for free. There's usually posted on Google will be a list of places, donut retailers, Mm-hmm. And what they're doing, what their specials are for National Donut Day. So usually Dunkin' Donuts, Krispy Kreme, they will do a free donut with a purchase of XYZ. Those mm-hmm. places are always a fucking clusterfuck because there's 75 million people in line to get their one free donut. I will just take my happy ass to the corner donut shop that literally says donut shop. It doesn't even have a name. Okay. They sell like donuts, bubble tea, a.k.a. boba for you Americans, they got sandwiches and bagels and stuff like that. I'll just go over there. They usually have some sort of special. So it's usually like buy something, get something free. I read this story about a spot in LA. I don't remember the name of it, but I will post it on our Instagram. And they had, it was a little tiny donut store and it was run by a mom and pop. And this is actually kind of a sad story, but it's a good story at the end. So the the mom, I believe, had... Uh, cancer and the dad was working in the shop and in order to help them uh, or in order to get him out of the shop on time so that he can take care of the mom the customers lined up in the morning and bought all the donuts so that he can go home early did you hear about this yeah it's in seal beach yeah it's in seal beach california and so story of all time they people they made this the community really got together and made this happen. And they basically the name of the shop, um, the diner or the, the donut city shop in seal, seal beach. Okay. And it's in, they've been owning it for over 30 years. John and Stella are the owners. She's in a nursing home now. Um, but basically the customers, they, they made it go viral and they, and they told people to, if you, if you are going to buy donuts, please buy a dozen. At That's, a t- oh, I love it. And so they open at four 30 and then by seven 30 AM, they were, they were, the bins were empty and he was able to go spend time with his wife where he wouldn't be able to otherwise. Can I tell you how romantic that is and have a little donut shop or just a little shop with your spouse and to have each other's back and the community to come together like that. I mean, what more do you need? 
I don't, I don't think I think it's, it speaks volumes about the yeah. type of people that own this shop and also about the donut quality. Like those donuts are probably lit if people are really rallying like this to make sure that it's not getting shut down. I think you should go there when you, uh, when you pop the baby up. Yeah. That so should be your, that should be your push present. Seal beach is a bit, that's a bit of a trek for me. So I'm good on that, but <laughs> <laughs> where's your favorite donut spot right now? Where's your current spot that you go to all the time? Cause I think I'm a lot more picky when it comes to donuts than you are. I could just tell cause, cause yeah. you're, you're willing to have the glaze anywhere. Whereas I, I gotta have a glaze specific. So my all time favorite donuts um, will forever be Bosa Donuts in Arizona. It's a family-owned business similar to that one that we just discussed, <laughs> and they have them all over Phoenix. It was my favorite. I would literally, when I'm prepping for shows, make sure that I organize my macros so that I could still fit in Bosa Donuts. And anytime I go to Phoenix, I will stop by Bosa Donuts and get me some donuts. Oh. Yeah. Now I want a donut. All this donut talk. Oh, I, um, let's see. I have a favorite donut place. I don't even know if I want to share it. <laughs> Speak you know on it, girl. You so much that you don't want to, you don't want to add anyone else to that lineup. <laughs> you just want to yeah. have it to yourself. So my favorite donut place is General Porpoise in Seattle. Um, they're they're the kinds you don't like. They're stuffed. Um, they're jelly donuts. But let me tell you, I was not a jelly donut person. I was converted, and not only was I converted to jelly donut, but now it's my favorite donut. So how really, that? yeah, like that's how powerfully delicious they are. Best what, donut I've ever had. What type of what type of filling is your favorite though? See, the thing with this place is they get really schmancy with it. So they have like huckleberry, um, rose as one. And then they have one where it's like vanilla bean with, uh, I think it's like, uh, vanilla bean with like a hazelnut or something. But let me tell you the lineups, this place is so good that when we go, we eat a box there and then we get a box for the road. Damn. You take into goes. Yes, and I don't even care if there's oil dripping on my thighs the whole ride back. Because <laughs> I got to have it. <laughs> okay, so that's everything for today's show. And don't forget, stay mumgry. Stay mumgry. Stay mumgry and stay with the conversation with us on social media. Tell a friend to tell a friend.